put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Welcome to Hex Rated, where we four witches will take you on a magical journey through foul language and outrageous feminism and maybe a little witchy shit. This is Hex Rated. I'm Blackbird, and I'm coming to you all by myself. I know, you know, it's super exciting to be alone with you all. That's, I mean, that's not true. I feel weird without my girls around me, so it's okay. We're going to get through it. I have something super exciting to talk about. I mean, (laughs) well, it's exciting to me, so hopefully everyone else will join me for this uh, journey of learning and growing. Um, let's see. So a few business things up front. Uh, today is Friday, April the 12th that I am recording this and I'm going to upload it to the magic internets where you can get it now, evidently on Spotify, which I know maybe things just happen magically, but I, I feel pretty strongly about the fact that I might've submitted our podcast to Spotify a long time ago but like a long time ago when they first started having podcasts. So I don't I don't know. Or it just magically happened. Either way, you can now find us not only on Podomatic and Stitcher and all your other fancy things like Pocket Cast or I don't even I think that's a thing. Anyway, you can find us on all these things and now on Spotify. Uh, also, I, I guess, you know, I think we asked this in the beginning, but then we stopped asking. But I guess, like, if you feel so inclined, please rate, subscribe, review, all those things on Apple, iTunes, I, yeah, that. I am a Samsung person, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you gotta do some shit with the Apple reviewing. Anyway, that's one order of, point of order of business, point of business, I don't know. This is going off to a great start. You can tell I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I am. Um, the other, uh, point of business that I would like to make is that the newsletter will be coming out tomorrow, probably in the afternoon, evening time. So if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, the newsletter has real cool shit in it. Uh, lots of pictures, sometimes poetry, articles that we've written, work that has been done, uh, by mostly, Scarlet, uh, on pol- poli- we have a section called Politicraft where we talk about all kinds of political goings on that you might be interested in activating yourself or your witchcraft about. That made no sense. Just, I mean, bear with me, people. This is going to be a good time. We'll be had by all. Anyway, uh, ch- anyway, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, you can do that. The I think there are links on the Facebook page. There are also links on Instagram. You just have to kind of maybe look at some old, older posts to see exactly how to get on the mailing list. But if you sign up for the mailing list, hopefully you will get it. It will come straight to your uh, situation, your email, and uh, you can look at all our lovely things that we have to offer you in writing as well. 
Uh, third point of business. Oh, so many businessing things. I did not understand uh, that we would have so many things to tell you today. But we also now have a Patreon account slash page slash place where you can donate a dollar to us if you feel so inclined. We have uh, been doing this for several years now and we do it basically just 100% we're funding it ourselves. We do it because we like to talk to each other. We do it because we like to talk to you and we think that, you know, you guys kind of like us sometimes, which always makes us feel good. <laughs> and now we've started a little community too on Facebook with the Uncoven page. So it's just been a lot of fun. And um, and anyway, we decided to start this Patreon page in case you guys just want to say, hey, thank you for putting some stuff out. Thank you for being, you know, some people that are trying to be fearless about um putting ourselves out there as witches, as uh, people that have um, pretty progressive political beliefs, uh, standing up for things that we don't think are just in the world, and hopefully, you know, empowering some people along the way. So like, I think you can donate more than a dollar, but we're also happy to take whatever you want to give but also don't feel i mean it's not like npr we're gonna where we're gonna be like well you listen to this for free why don't you pay for i mean i'm not slamming npr because i totally have given them all kinds of money in my lifetime but just saying don't feel obligated but it is out there you can find it uh, at patreon.com slash hex rated podcast so uh, just those three things are things that we want you to think about and have out there. And uh, definitely the newsletter is definitely an awesome, awesome read that we all try to put quite a bit of effort into every month. And it comes out the 13th of every month. That's something I didn't tell you. Okay. Now, here's what we're really here for. We're here for me to tell you about a thing that I have made. Now, there are a couple of us. Well, actually... I'm not going to, I'm not slamming myself first, like a, I'm just going to say out of the four of us, I am probably the least like art inclined. I didn't take art classes. I'm not a like creator of like physical art that you can see and touch. Now I do like to sing, which I think you all are very aware of and I write. So it's not like, but it's not like visual arts, but uh, when Scarlett was talking about her experience that she had with Santa Muerte at PantheaCon this year. I don't know, but for some reason, that story really just stuck with me and just kept sticking with me. And I couldn't shake it. So I thought, man, maybe I'm supposed to do something about this. Maybe I'm supposed to work with Santa Muerte somehow. And I don't really know how to start. But I think what I'm going to do is maybe think about making a shrine or getting a tattoo and so I, I had already talked to a tattoo artist about getting a tattoo and kind of you know what I wanted for that so that was kind of already in the background but then I just had this really like thing where like oh I need to make a shrine I really need to make a shrine that needs to happen I don't know what to do to go about it so then a, a friend contacted me and said hey I have a thing in my life that I really want to let go of I, I don't want this uh this memory or this thing you know in my life or I, I don't want to feel this way over this thing anymore do you do, do you have any 
do you have any witch in that can help me? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, do I ever? It's it's perfect timing because I'm dealing a lot with these feelings about Santa Muerte. So why don't I make this shrine and get back with you after I make the shrine and we'll do some sort of ritual that I will, you know, apparently write and um, and let you know, you know, from there. And uh, that was such crazy timing. So I started gathering ideas for the shrine just in my head. I was like, well, okay, I need a skeleton for sure. That's a definite. I don't know where I'm going to get a skeleton in April. And I'm sure, yes, there are lots of places. But what I ended up choosing was getting on Amazon and getting like a little um, model skeleton. And it had to be kind of small because what I decided I would do is put the shrine inside one of those large lanterns that you can get at Michael's or whatever, like Hobby, well, not Hobby Lobby because I will not go there, but Michael's. And um, I, I got kind of the biggest uh, one I could find at the time that was on sale. So it was like, it's like, uh, it's a little over, it's not quite a foot and a half tall, but you know, it's like a, f like a foot and maybe four inches tall and about uh, six, seven inches wide. I don't know. That sounds about close. I don't know. It's not huge, but it'll definitely like sit on a table like you would put it on a like an outdoor table or whatever and it would be kind of big. So I thought, well, that'll be really good. I'll I'll find a skeleton that'll fit inside there and go from there. So I found a skeleton on Amazon that was like a little like kids model skeleton, like learn how to m put bones together, which <laughs> proved to be hilarious. We'll get there in a minute. Um, but so the skeleton was on order and and it like just fits inside the lantern it's about it's like probably I would say maybe three or four inches shorter than the lantern so like a little over a foot and I actually cut the pole down that it stands on so it's a little bit shorter so okay so I was like all right well that's Mama Muerte right there now I need to get her some fucking cool ass shit whatever you are appealing to her for she has different robes so I went to the fabric store. Well, so I went to Michael's and I found some other cool shit at Michael's. Like I found um, the lantern and what else did I get there? I don't know. I think the lantern was really the only thing I got at Michael's that I needed for the shrine. Cause it was at that point, it was just like a tiny idea. And then like the skeleton came and then I had more things that I wanted to do. So I went to the fabric store. I got some just like remnants. So I didn't spend a crazy amount of money. Honestly, this, the skeleton model was the thing that was the most expensive. I think even the lantern was more on sale than the skeleton was. So, um, so like around Halloween, you would probably have zero, you know, problem finding a cheap skeleton that you could use for this. But anyway, so I knew she had, she can have black, white or red, robes which is kind of hilarious since that's kind of what uh the four of us kind of base a lot of our magic on is the color scheme between black white red uh shades of those in between which i know you guys know because you've probably read some of our rituals and we usually refer to that so i thought well that's really fitting so i went and got fabric remnants for the robes and uh, let's see, she usually has like a, a, a globe in her hands. 
So I had a bunch of like weirdo Christmas ornaments, like just plain silver uh, ball ornaments that I don't really, I mean, sometimes I put them on a tiny tree, sometimes I don't. So I had plenty to spare. So I thought, well, I'll just paint one. I had paints, so I was able to paint a little globe. I didn't do real great on the um, <laughs> placement of continents, but I did try very hard. Uh, you'll see the pictures and go, uh-huh, what planet is try on for you? No, it, it's, look, again, I am no artist, but I really like the way that came out. Um, every just, everything that I was doing to make this just felt so right and so organic. So it was totally, clearly a thing that I was supposed to do, no matter if I was pleased with the outcome or not. Um, it ends up that I'm very pleased with the outcome. But also, so she also has a scythe usually, so I, I didn't know what to do because I was like, oh, how am I going to get a metal thing that's curvy and I don't have, I don't want to wait to get some special knife and cut it or something. It was really dumb. So my husband was like, why don't you just cut out a piece of cardboard and then cover it in foil and use like a chopstick? I'm like, God, you're brilliant. You artist people. Um, so I did that and made it look, you know, kind of as rustic as I could with tin foil, And, um... And the robes, I didn't, I haven't sewn the robes yet. I just kind of draped her in red fabric for now. The red, I got like red lace and then I got a black fabric that had a pattern of little moons all over it. But I don't know, it's kind of stiff. So I don't know if it's going to work out in the end. And then I got like a white, cool, like, it's not really, it's not really brocade. I don't know. Scarlet would know what it's called. But it uh, looks like traditional, uh, like traditional Mexican, uh, like white shirts. So it's it's like a type of lace, but I don't. It's not really lace. Anyway, like eyelet. Ooh, that's the word. It's like eyelet. Uh, so I have those three things, and again, I haven't made robes. I've just been using the red fabric for now because it's loose and kind of wraps around her. Um. So she has the world. She has my scythe that I made. Uh, she has some, uh, beads that I had left over and, you know, Santa Muerte, like, I mean, she is, she is rooted in Catholicism, even though the Catholic church denounces her fiercely. But so she, like all these trappings are, you know, she seems like a full on Catholic saint, but trust me, like the feeling I am getting with working with her now, it's nothing like, it's not like that. I've read some things where it's like, you have to be reverent to Catholicism. I'm like, yeah, or <laughs> I can do what I usually do and just repurpose Catholic things for my own use, which I, I like to really like rewrite traditional Catholic prayers for my own personal like witchcraft usage. I feel like it gives it, um, it takes away the power that I, uh, don't like about the Catholic Church and gives it to to us to the outcasts to the witches so it doesn't feel real Catholic times when I'm working with her I, I'll I'll get to that part in a minute let's finish the building of the shrine so then I so in the so she fits in the shrine perfectly she's got her globe she's got her red robe on she's got her scythe and so then so she usually has like some sort of like crown and I found this cool little weird, like, you know, in Michael's or no, I'm sorry. It was at the fabric store, like Joanne Fabrics, where they have like all the 
cast-offs for the jewelry making stuff. They just had like this bin full of um, stuff on sale and it was like this perfect like like a it was like a pendant probably or supposed to be for a pendant but it was like a star formation. It it looks like like what's in the back of every painting with like Jesus or Mary like a like a halo but like a bright like star formation halo. Wow. I don't know if that description is doing it any justice. But if you sign up for the newsletter, da, 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 I'm going to have pictures of this awesome shit. And we'll wait until the newsletter comes out. But I will also post them on our Instagram page. So so she's got this cool like star thing bursting out of the back of her head. Um, let's see. What am I missing? OK, so then I put a backdrop in. Uh, like in the back of the lantern of like a blue, like a navy blue piece of construction paper with silver stars painted on it that my husband gladly painted for me. I asked him, I mean painted, he did it with a Sharpie, but it looks really fucking great. Um, I would, my stars would not have ever looked that fancy. So (laughs) that was really nice of him. Then he was totally, it was fun because he was totally into me making this thing. I think he is excited when I want to do something artsy. Um, And like, you know, as any good artist would, he tries to like help me and tell me what the best way to do things are. And sometimes I take his suggestions and sometimes I'm like, no, I want to do it my way. And then, you know, three hours later, I'm like, what way were you saying to do it again? So a little bit of that happened, but Let's see. Uh, So she has her cool crown bursty star thing. And then I put a bunch of twinkle lights in the back of in the back of the lantern. So, I mean, they show like you can tell there's like those little it's those little like tiny, tiny, tiny lights on a really thin like wire strand. So they look pretty cool. Um, And so then she likes she likes uh, flowers like fake or real flowers. She likes candy. She likes chocolate. She likes tequila. She likes a fresh glass of water. So, or like it's like a goblet or chalice. But so what I did was I got a bunch of, I had a bunch of fake flowers that I kind of just like put all over the uh, floor of the lantern. And then I, I got a piece of candy as an offering, uh, like a piece of uh, like Mexican candy. So I thought that was pretty cool and uh, like a candle, like a votive holder and a candle, like not a real candle, fake candle. And then some more candles. <laughs> so many candles are on the outside. And then um, this was probably, I don't know, <laughs> probably shouldn't like be like, this was the most exciting part because that sounds like a real for real alcoholic. But I uh, I, I don't know if, if you just started listening. I have been sober for five years and have not had any alcohol uh, except like maybe something that's cooked in something or whatever. But uh, I don't typically drink alcohol, nor do I buy it anymore. And so it was very exciting to go to the liquor store and buy a teeny tiny little mini bottle of Patron, which is supposedly her favorite tequila. So and it's like super cute and it sits outside of her shrine. Because the shrine's a little crowded. There's not enough room for the tequila bottle inside the shrine. But she knows it's there. And I was I wanted to get like a cordial glass. Like a small cordial glass for the uh, the goblet of fresh water that she likes to have around. And I ended up finding a pretty good one at Salvation Army. It's not... I don't think it's a cordial. It's just a really small like tiny wine glass. 
Um, but it works perfectly. And for some reason, ever since I built this and have had it up, which has been a week now, I've like emptied out the glass and got fresh tap water in it every single night. So it's just kind of like a thing that I'm kind of doing now. I don't know. Like I have an altar and I have a, a another shrine for Hecate that doesn't really like she doesn't really require me to do anything to that shrine. She just needs me to show up. But I think it it's really interesting that like I feel this pull to do these ritualistic things and I think that if anything that's the 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 Catholicism or the the ritualistic thing in effect and it's not it's not uh exclusive to Catholicism for sure. Rituals and things like that have been going on for a lot longer than they have but it's just interesting to me that that presents itself that way so anyway all right so my shrine is looking pretty fucking sweet very proud of it and I thought okay well I need to write this ritual now and so I wrote basically what what ended up being a, a devotional and an ask like you know please take this take take this thing this is a burden it no longer serves a purpose it no longer represents uh the women we are and and the ritual was really great super powerful and um uh, i don't think she'd mind me saying my friend decided to make her own shrine she was so inspired and like really i mean enjoyed is probably the wrong word but the the ritual i guess like just hit her in the right way that she found this this part super cool she found a cool like old timey blood pressure machine but the machine was gone so it was just the blood pressure box and it had some old like little things that came with it and it was like the perfect thing to put her shrine in and so she has made this shrine and it's fucking amazing like I'm so impressed and excited to by the fact that she was like, I don't know, inspired to do this. It's, and she's super artsy. So like, it's just really cool that, that this happened and just everything came together really, really great. And, uh, I, I did not, this is not something I expected. Like I didn't expect to like, it's like, I'm not, I don't know. This is going to sound weird, but I'm not like not open to working with other deities or I'm just I'm used to the things that I work with. Right. So it, when something comes into my life and is like, no, no, like you're going to this is this is my time now. <laughs> it's It was kind of like shocking and also like just a weird. Oh, shit. I'm really supposed to be doing this. And subsequently, and I don't know if this was, I mean, I had had the thoughts about Santa Muerte, like already, like had been thinking about it. And I'd, and of course, like I've talked about this on the podcast, I've been thinking about trying to do something with uh, end of life care, uh, death doula, like, or end of life doula. I've been trying to figure out how to get started with this for a long time, but I finally like have like just said okay I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna take a training in August that's in San Francisco to do this uh end of life doula training and I don't know where it's gonna lead I don't know what I'm you know what 
will come out of it, but I know that I'm supposed to do this. And I think it's really fitting that I have decided for real, like I'm going to do this. And Santa Muerte kind of showed up at the exact same, you know, at the same time. I mean, I think like it's always in the background, just doing this thing with end of life care. But then now I'm working with, with this, uh, this goddess slash deity, you know, and it's just like, it's all culminating together. So it was crazy. I don't know. I just wanted to share it. And, uh, you know, we've just come off the big, uh, Pantheacon trio of episodes and I wanted to give y'all a little something, uh, this month to, or this, I don't know, this time to hear about. And I was really excited. So I thought it would be a really cool thing to share with everybody. So Hopefully, I don't know, that might inspire you if if there's something, I guess if anything, this is what I come away with with this, like it has taught me that intuition is really powerful and if you just stop down for a second to really listen to whatever things are telling you, like I don't know. I I don't want to say something as drastic as it could change your life trajectory, but it just might, you know, like just, I guess, be open, be receptive and ready to receive messages from places that you don't know or think that they'll come from. Wow. Okay. That sounded pretty deep. Yay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to edit this shit and get it to you right away. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this little mini-sode. I didn't want to talk about a whole lot here, but I thought that would be something to share. And I hope you guys sign up for the newsletter. Just, again, go to our Facebook page or go to uh, Instagram and look at some old posts to find the post that has the link for the newsletter. Always check out our website, which is uh, hexratedpodcast.com. You can get in touch with us on Gmail at hexratedpodcast.com or at gmail.com. Um, there, there are ways to get in touch with us. We are also, we respond to direct messages on Instagram uh, as soon as we can and uh, Facebook messages. Probably Instagram is possibly the fastest to get a response if you need one. But also, we're just glad to bring you something. Hope you enjoy this content and... Um, Oh shit, I gotta say it by myself. Hocus pocus, bitches. Good night.